the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Massive online holiday spending Thanksgiving. A lot of shopping online was happening Thanksgiving Day, a record amount. According to online sales tracker Adobe, online spending hit a record of $5.2 billion Thursday, a nearly 3% increase from 2021. On a normal day, shoppers spend between 2 and $3 billion online. Black Friday spending is expected to top $9 billion. Tasha Stevens reporting. Ukrainian authorities attempting to restore all electricity and water services after the recent pounding by Russian military strikes that damaged more infrastructure. President Volodymyr Zelensky, though, says millions have seen their power restored in the past few days. In the meantime, skirmishes between Russian and Ukrainian forces continued early today in the east, and residents have now started to head north. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees a new strategy. It's not about votes anymore. It's about ballots. And we must internalize that. We need to win that fight. Not elections. We have to win the ballot collection exercise, which means organization. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, with your forecast inside your 2 o'clock hour. High of 52 today. Sunny tonight. Increasing clouds with a low of 31. Right now, our sister station, TheFishTwinCities.com, is spreading Christmas cheer around the clock. Tune in for holiday classics plus brand new Christmas songs from today's top Christian artists. TheFishTwinCities.com presents the soundtrack of the season in partnership with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog shotinthedark.info. Don't forget Jack Tomzak, the new guy, coming up at three o'clock this afternoon, uh, right after this. Brad Carlson, one to three tomorrow here on AM twelve eighty the Patriot. And of course, King Banyan. Uh, the best radio show in the business anywhere in the world on the subject of economics this uh, next Saturday, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. By the way, we got the whole crew, except for Jack, together last week uh, for one of our favorite traditions here on the show, the Pop Culture Octagon broadcast, which I try to do every year. It winds up being like every two years, but whatever, whenever we can make it work. have to uh, take on the new challenge of getting Jack Tomzak involved next year because a five-way octagon fight 
is just like a four-way octagon show, only 25% bigger. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, stay tuned. Oh, I'm going to try. I mean, it's something I try and do at least after elections, because let's be honest, whether the election is good or like this last one, really dismal, it, I just need a day to talk about something other than politics. And I think you all need it, too, because they're some of the most popular shows we ever do at this station. So, yeah, looking forward to another one here sometime, hopefully uh, under much happier circumstances, electorally speaking here. By the way, uh, a caller called for Brian, but missed uh, the interview uh, just now uh, saying, what about uh, what, what What do we think about the Mayo Clinic putting up metal detectors uh, and, and enforcing its no guns policy? That's a tough one. I mean, there are a lot of merchants out there, for example, uh, now that the Mall of America is talking about trying to enforce its no guns policy. Now that the Minnesota State Fair has rolled in metal detectors to uh, keep law abiding gun owners out with no effect, as we saw last year, on law evading illegal thugs and miscreants with guns. In other words, now that the Minnesota State Fair has elected to make law-abiding citizens defenseless in the face of miscreants. Uh, I I don't patronize the Minnesota State Fair. I'm not going anymore. I, I did go to serve as a political volunteer. They got none of my money. Somebody paid for my ticket. I won't give them a dime for the Minnesota State Fair. I will oppose them on anything that uh, they come to the taxpayer for, for whatever that's worth. Obviously, it's a big business in my neighborhood, the Midway, so lots of luck there. But my little voice is out there against the Minnesota State Fair. I have not been to the Mall of America since they started talking about putting teeth in their gun ban. The Mayo Clinic's a little harder. It's entirely possible they are the only network on your health care plan. And there may need to be a lawsuit about this, but it's private property to the extent that it is private property. They uh, they get to do what they want, for better or worse. I made a point of never patronizing businesses that posted themselves no guns for many years. And that's why most businesses that don't have captive audiences, like, say, the Mayo Clinic, took those signs down years ago because lots of us stayed away. And then the rest of us learned that all you got to do is conceal and not create a problem, and no one cares. The Mayo Clinic has uh, two problems, of course. It is in Rochester, which is run by America's worst, dumbest, I I hate to use the term public servant. Uh, Mayor Kim Norton is easily the least perspicacious person in Minnesota politics. Uh, I don't want to call her a public servant. She's a public parasite. Uh, She is everything that is bad about the DFL wrapped up in one person. There are other people that qualify. Kim Norton is perhaps the most egregiously stupid person in Minnesota politics. I, other people may be more oblique in their assessment of Mayor Norton. I have no need to be. I, I, by the way, I'm a relentlessly polite person. I maintain standards of civility long after most people in my position would have cast them to the wind. But in respect to Kim Norton, I mean, there's no point in... in uh, in polishing the cannonball here. She is a deeply stupid person, and she is everything that is wrong with politics in Minnesota today, every single thing about her. And and I don't say that about people lightly or, in fact, rarely at all. She is that bad. So you've got that problem against you in Rochester right now, that and, and the incoming uh, regime in that 
gradually bluing city, at least the, the, the city side of Rochester. The Dwayne Quam side of Rochester remains uh, good people uh, at any rate. And, of course, you, you're, you're dealing with the Mayo Clinic. It's entirely likely that you are the Mayo Clinic plan is the only network you have available to you. That's a tough one. I don't know what to tell you there, honestly. I mean, you, you, private businesses do, do have the right to, uh, to, to post themselves. If they're putting up metal detectors, I, I have questions about <laughs> this money you're spending on metal detectors. Shouldn't that be going to, I don't know, taking care of patients? But I know this is, it's, this is, it's a good reason to get involved in the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus if you're not already. I'll just put it that way right now. By the way, I, I want to get to the main subject of this hour as soon as I can. Uh, which is about the, the gratitude that people should be feeling uh, as we get through our national holiday that's dedicated to gratitude. I will say that this past week we saw the perfect justification, if you are a progressive, for Berg's 18th law. Now, Berg's 18th law uh, reads, nothing the media writes or says about any emotionally charged event, uh, like for example, a mass shooting, a police killing, anything like that. Should, nothing the media says should be taken seriously for 48 hours after the original incident. It will largely be complete claptrap as media outlets vie to scoop each other, even on incorrect facts. And we had, and normally that's been that there to protect myself from saying stupid things in the heat of emotion. But everyone stands to learn from this. After a couple of days of listening to progressives yakking away that all conservative social and economic thought was a form of, here's the, the latest flavor from the left, stochastic terror aimed directly at LGBTQ, et cetera, et cetera, people. Uh, in the wake of the shooting in Colorado at the LGBTQ, et cetera, bar in Colorado Springs, where you had a Berg's Law violating raft of social media declaring that this was the result of conservative <clears throat> stochastic terror, end quote. In other words, words kill. In other words, uh, creating what George Orwell would have called wrong think or bad think, think thoughts you're not allowed to have things you're not allowed to express, not just hatred, overt hatred for for gays, for LGBTQ, uh, le lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, etc. people, N not just not just overtly hating them for being who they are, which is a, a stupid way to go through life, hating people for that, which whatever reason they are. I mean, life is too short to, 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 to wreck your soul over that kind of stuff. But opposing their organizational or, or social political agenda, seeing that as, as a form of hate crime as well, it's called stochastic terror. It's, it's a fancy way of saying you have thought bad thoughts. Thinking bad thoughts kills people. Therefore, don't think bad thoughts Things, by the way, which are entirely thoughts we disapprove of, no matter how related to uh, the issue, or you're uh, committing a form of hate that it could kill me, so don't do it. Anyway, there was a shooting at an LGBTQ etc. club uh, last uh, this past weekend. The perp uh, was 
initially, we do this all within hours of the shooting on the radar in a state where the progressive prosecutor makes sure that there are no consequences for being on the radar, by the way. But uh, you, I, I noted at the time you could expect the atrocity to be used as uh, less for gun control, really, and more to demonize any criticism of LGBTQ, et cetera, activism and any kind, any kind, in any place at all. And pushing the notion that really any sort of criticism of anything of the sort is bad think, a.k.a. stochastic terrorism, which is a silly idea that dovetails with the idea that words are violence and opens the gate for any favored group that, that to shut down all debate because the very existence of the debate could kill people or drive people to violence. In other words, at, at its very least objectionable, it says that we should censor thought to make sure that the dumbest, worst, and least uh, least stable among us aren't aggravated by your freedom. At worst, of course, it's call for censorship. Uh, in other words, quote, if you say you disagree with me, it must be because you want me to die, end quote. Which is, by the way, how society gets to George Orwell's duck speak when it becomes impossible to commun- communicate at all in any but the most innocuous possible terms without fear of some kind of consequence, whether those consequences are rational or not. It's hard to live in a society with that hanging over every possible social question. Now, that that was as we knew things mere days after the shooting. Well, we went on from there and found out that, in fact, that the, the killer, whose, whose name I won't say on the air because, as Ben Shapiro rightly points out, that's what they want. They want, spree killers want infamy, and I won't give it to them. In this case, someone who declared themselves non-binary, someone who fit broadly into the LGBTQ uh, crowd that he attacked, and uh, some some liberals on social media came out and said, well, I mean, he, his father uh, was, was a cons- described himself as a conservative Republican. Yeah, well, his father... First of all, wasn't in his life after about age six months. And B, is kind of nuts himself. And bad parenting is certainly a, a problem for a good chunk of America's criminal class. But I, I thought about it, and I'm going to have to talk about this at Shot in the Dark this coming week here. This idea that that uh, we talked about with Angus Fox twice over the last couple of years, the British academic who wrote at great length about the bullying and log rolling that potentially trans youth received in this country, anyone who gives off any indication that maybe they're thinking they might not be of the right gender, gets this immense blast of log rolling, uh, support on the one hand and log rolling on the other, which flies in the face of the idea that, that telling someone they aren't what they are is one of the most damaging things you can do to them. And, of course, it's the flip side of the coin. This is, well, we must affirm uh, they're, they're, every child's decision as to what they really are. The flip side of that coin is if you affirm a decision that in fact takes them away from what they are, you're doing incalculable damage as well. So what was it that, that sent this this person into that gay bar to kill people? Was it a conservative father? Or was it the idea that some some social pressure turned a deeply unstable person into something that they're not with devastating effects? 
Well, there's a debate I'm looking forward to having. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Debate. One of the things I'm thankful for. We'll be right back. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code S-A-L-E-M. Use code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cash back not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. Hey, don't forget, standards Israel tour coming up here. I am 12A of the Patriot. I can't, I can't just say that. Anyway, stand with Israel tour kicking off here again for 2023. 
It's a 10-day adventure you will remember for the rest of your life, the Standard Stand With Israel Tour, October 25th through November 3rd of this coming year. You'll be joined by Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager, who will be broadcasting live on the trip and ensuring this is a memorable, special trip for you. You can register today. See the full itinerary at am1280thepatriot.com. Uh, by the way, uh, Dennis Prager's insight will be extra cool because he's been there like 20 times. I mean, practically a citizen. Prager's always hustling. To make Sheila his steady 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me, and I hope you do. I, I have so much, we all have a lot to be thankful for uh, this holiday season. As we head into, really, the season that, that has always been one of my favorite times of the year, not just because of Christmas. I have to say, I, I wrote a piece on my blog 20 years ago last Thanksgiving, the first Thanksgiving that I had a blog, and I wrote... A little bit about 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 my own personal history with the Thanksgiving holiday. Thanksgiving had been uh, has always uh, I've always loved Thanksgiving. I mean, it has has it's completely redolent with my own family traditions going back as long, literally as long as I can remember. And when I moved to the Twin Cities, it was in particularly a a poignant holiday for me for for the reason that I remember, I moved here in October of 1985, you know, 27 years ago. 17 years ago? Yeah, that's it. I, I moved here in October of 1985, uh, pretty much, I mean, completely by myself with a duffel bag full of clothes and a couple of guitars and not a lot of money. And I came down here, I had no opportunity. I had no idea what I was going to do. I mean, I had a vague idea of a job that I was going to go for, which the company froze hiring uh, the the day after I moved here and never reopened it. I mean, the company no longer exists. So th- that did for that. So I basically moved down here with nothing to do but find an opportunity. And I did. And it was interesting. Thanksgiving, the opportunity had not arisen by Thanksgiving, although wheels were turning that would lead to my first talk radio job in the Twin Cities back then, my first job that didn't involve pounding nails out of college. And and I remember Thanksgiving, I was driving around downtown Minneapolis, and it was the first time I ever really felt at home in the Twin Cities. I'd been here six weeks at that point. And I remember this feeling that, okay, this is my life now, and it ain't all that bad. I'd been here six weeks. I'd been hunting for work. I had actually made the contact that would lead to my job as a phone screener at the Evil Talk Empire. Well, KSTB, they're not competition anymore. I can call them that. Uh, producing uh, as, a, as a phone screener and then eventually a producer for a fellow named Don Vogel, who some of you may remember. And, and then uh, my first actual overnight talk show, which was all in the future at this point. It was a Thanksgiving kind of similar to what we have right now. Kind of a beautiful, balmy night, not too cold. I think I went downtown to see a band because I moved down here to try and be a musician. I figured I'd better see musicians. So I went downtown, and as I was driving towards the lights, heading up, I think I I was staying down on um, 38th and Minnehaha. I drove up Hiawatha, and I was as I was coming into town on 7th Street, thinking, whoa, I just had this feeling. This just, boom, deep down in the pit of my gut. I feel like I'm at home. And that was something that really I, I did not expect to, to happen. I'd never not been in a home before. My little hometown out in the middle of rural North Dakota had always been home. And the idea of going someplace else and having it suddenly feel like my real home was 
interesting and something that I have become more thankful for, uh, thankful for over time. And I remember it really well. And, and I think about it every Thanksgiving when I try and recreate that experience in some way or another. I go driving somewhere. Back when I had kids at home, I went driving with them. Now that I don't, I go driving by myself. Sometimes I cross the high bridge. Sometimes I come into downtown on 35W. Uh, sometimes I take that exact same route up Hiawatha into downtown Minneapolis. And, and remember, yeah, this is where I feel at home. This is my home. One of the reasons, by the way, I, I fight so hard against the notion of packing up and leaving Minnesota, partly because my family, my career, my show, my social circle, my audience, they're all here. Uh, partly because I was here first and they can't make me move. I may reserve the right to walk away someday, but I'll be darned if they're going to chase me out. I'm half Viking and one quarter lowland Scots white trash, and I'm more inclined to make other people run than to run myself. And partly because it's my home. I was here before you, most likely, young DFL activist, and I'm not going anywhere. I am going to make your life a living hell until you become a conservative, quite frankly. <laughs> That's my attitude here, folks. Anyway. I'm thankful that I have that in a world where so many people don't seem to. That motivation, that feeling, that sense in the pit of my gut that this is my place. I'm thankful for a lot of things. For example, I was reading an article this past week about perhaps something for which I could not possibly, no one could possibly be thankful. Perhaps the worst dinner experience in the history of the world. You could call it a grift. Or you can call it an experience. But the term for it is a dinner party. Uh, two women, uh, a Ms. Jackson and a Ms. Rao, who are founders of an organization called Race to Dinner. For $5,000, the two women will attend your eight-person dinner party and bring along Lisa Bond, our resident white woman, and basically badger you if you are a white, exurban, upper-middle-class woman about your white privilege. Question. Uh, by the way, it's 5000 bucks to have people call you names, which, by the way, is uh, the name they call you is a white supremacist, and everything you do makes you a white supremacist, and everything you don't do makes you a white supremacist. And for that matter, spending $5,000 to bring these two women, three women technically, to your dinner party is also white supremacist because the authors explain, quote, we're tired of it, end quote. The fact that you were complaining about the price is evidence that you see this work as charity, doing them a favor. I'm thankful that I have never been so desperate to make money that I would have ever inflicted grift like that on other human beings, no matter how dim and gullible, no matter how, let's coin a phrase, how Norton-esque. I mean, it sounds just as hellish as the left tells us Thanksgiving and the holidays with your family ostensibly is, uh, on the other hand, if I had a lot more money than I do uh, or friends who want to pony up, I'd be kind of fun to pony up the 5000 bucks and, and have them join us for an unforgettable dinner party. It, we're, we're entering into what many of us call, uh, for reasons I kind of went through a moment ago, the most wonderful time of the year. I mean, Thanksgiving with all that is wonderful about it, both in general and from my perspective to me personally. 
we're also, of course, heading into the holiday season, which is, if you are of the Christian faith, a, a deeply important time here. And if you had a modestly functional family background in the faith, it is a wonderful time of year for you. Now, it's not for everyone. It, you can celebrate the season and be observant of the fact that not everyone has the same wonderful memories of this time of the year. But in a sense, this is the most cliched time of the year if you listen to the media, especially national public radio, who wrong about Thanksgiving every year engages in this six-week-long orgy of focusing like a laser beam on the dysfunction of, of the American family and the dysfunction and cynicism of the holiday season and the misery that their most outspoken customers feel uh, about the holiday season. And it's, by the way, it's it's recent offshoot. The disgust with the whole, uh, the whole idea of the American family and all the different ways to subvert that or to, or to at least escape and, and suppress it in your life. Uh, if you are someone who goes along with that particular point of view, it's it's got to the point where it's a cliche. In fact, it's it's something that if Saturday Night Live were still uh, doing comedy that was you know, pointed in any way other than uh, from left to right, they would do something on this. I, I don't know. It's the Babylon Bee covers the subject really well. But the idea is the American left, especially its popular media uh, adjuncts, uh, regard the holiday season as, at best, a cynical cliche, at worst, uh, something to be fought and escaped. I mean, you've, you've seen it. Yeah, the, the, the whole idea of, of the epidemic right now of people, overwhelmingly millennial and Generation Z, overwhelmingly on the left, shutting their families out of their lives and coming up with ways to justify it, something that this time of year makes particularly uh, prominent. This is, this is something that, uh, that, that is, is what you're fighting against if you believe in the traditional definition of what these holidays are supposed to be to, to all of us, what, what they, I should say they can and I suggest should be to all of us. As Dennis Prager puts it, this we live in a society that actively denigrates gratitude for the things we have. Uh, most cynically, the American Civil Liberties Union put out a tweet on Thanksgiving Day say, "You're celebrating on stolen land. Nothing that you can't. There's nothing so innocent and pure that you can't piddle on it if you're the ACLU." I'm gonna I'm gonna take my little swipe back at that here when we come back. Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot. Heaven help the one who At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Hewitt Pence, GOP frontrunner. Now, Mr. Vice President, do you think those who oppose him, should they get together and organize beforehand to avoid the, the serial knockoffs that the former president is so good at? I mean, he's very good at this. Uh, look, the American people love competition, Hugh. You know, I have great confidence in Republican primary voters that we're going to sort out who should be the standard bearer of our party in the days ahead. I'm confident that uh, uh, Republican voters around the country are going to choose a leader that's going to uh, lead our nation back to the policies and uh, 
and kind of leadership that'll that'll bring this nation to even greater heights than ever before. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Yellowstone, television's number one show, is back on Paramount Network. I, John Dutton, do solemnly swear to uphold the Constitution of the state of Montana against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Featuring an all-star cast led by Academy Award winner Kevin Costner. The invasion is over. They will fight you dirty. Is there any other way? As the Dutton family fights to protect their legacy, they'll learn power has a price. Signing this is a declaration of war. We're already at war. Yellowstone, new episodes Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Paramount Network. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget the regular book of the month for November, Justice Corrupted, How the Left Weaponized Our Legal System by Ted Cruz. Regular TV publishing, by the way, is under the same uh, roof as Salem Media. They're, we all have the same boss, so check them out. Here 651-289-4488. Don't forget Jack Tomzak coming up after the top of the hour. He knows where the bodies are buried in Minnesota politics, and he's not afraid to say where. And it's fun getting there with him. So yeah, make sure you tune in after uh, 3 o'clock. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM12A, The Patriot. So... I am going to commit the stochastic terror of talking about the things I'm grateful for here. I got to thinking about this because Dennis Prager and both both Dennis Prager and Ben Shapiro were talking about this this past week. The uh, most particularly Dennis Prager, who makes an incredibly cohesive point about not only the need to be aware of what you're grateful for in this world just as a way of centering you on what really matters, but on how so much of the modern world, especially especially modern popular culture and media, tries to undercut the notion of gratitude, tries to, tries to make the idea itself appear to be cynical, which is itself a great 
example of Berg's seventh law, the idea that the left is projecting its own evil on you, uh, including re- regarding stochastic terror itself. That's a whole nother subject. Uh, Brad Carlson sent me a few great examples of that from left to right that deserve an entire couple segments of their own here. In fact, I have a, a piece coming up on the blog sometime this week at Shot in the Dark Info about exactly that that bit of Berg's seventh law mongery. But let's be honest. In, we live in a society, a popular culture right now, where expressing gratitude to some, to, to and expressing gratitude in the context of, of the joy of this season that is there, as our as our cultural entity for the expression of gratitude, both for the material bounty around us and the spiritual bounty that most of us subscribe to in one form or another, the the idea that upholding that is something that a, a good chunk of our popular culture and society continue, itself considers words that hurt are half the reason to do it. Because I, I, I anyway, Dennis Prager said it's it's good to focus on the things that you're thankful for. And I I was driving when he said that. I thought that's yeah, a good idea. I'm just going to start doing a stream of consciousness about all the things for which I am thankful. And unfortunately, I got to where I was going ten minutes later. I was still going strong on on the stream of consciousness. But you know, I, I thought it was a good idea. And I think we all should really this time of year. If you don't do it on Thanksgiving Day itself. Find some time to focus on the things for which you are thankful. I'm I'm thankful for my family and, frankly, my family-in-law, uh, my, my daughter-in-law's family. Uh, look, and for that matter, my ex-in-laws in so many ways. Looking back over uh, the past 20 years since I've been writing about all of us, there have been so many things that could have turned out so differently and so much worse <laughs> looking back on some of the the little facts of life when i was in my 20s and how thing everything in my life could have gone so far off the rails uh, and yet here i am and here we all are and and things really are okay so far at this point in in history and for that i am profoundly thankful and I'm thankful for the family I grew up in. I mean, my sister, my brother, of course, my dad, who's still blessedly with us. And for my mother, who uh, we, we spent our first Thanksgiving without uh, this past Thursday. As I noted last spring, I could not be more thankful for one of the greatest gifts my parents uh, gave us all, which is boring, non-remarkable childhoods. Uh, completely more or less free of the the sort of pointless, mindless drama that seems to afflict an awful lot of less fortunate families these days, and which we're keenly aware, and, and which we're being told by by large influential parts of our our society uh, regard as 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 the abnormality and, and as the real focus of what the family is, the dysfunction that so much of our society wants to exalt as the norm. I am thankful that I, I got past that. Uh, we have a phone caller on the line. Uh, does it mean it ends 80,000? Uh, does the GOP majority mean it ends 80,000 IRS agents and also $600 transaction? Here's hoping. Uh, that's something you need to get on uh, the, the line with your uh, representatives. If you have a Republican representative, and, and honestly, if you live in the Twin Cities, Tom Emmer's the closest you're going to get. So give them a call. Tell them it's time to end those things. Be thankful for the fact that you still can. There's a good chunk of our society that that uh, wants to change that as well. So I'm thankful for the family that I grew up in. The more families I get to know, the luckier I, I know that we all were. 
Uh, so for my kids, my granddaughter, watermelon, for my for my new family via my in-laws, uh, various in-laws of several generations, uh, I could not be more happy and thankful. And my cat, Pickle. Yeah, best cat ever. For that, I'm thankful as well. I, I'm thankful for the career I have. And, and I don't just mean this show. I do actually have a day job. Doing two hours of radio a week does not pay the bills. I design things for a living. I blundered into that a generation ago, 24 years back, uh, more out of boredom with the little career I'd had writing instruction manuals for computer software. And yet, after 24 years, I still look forward to going into the office literally or virtually every single day. Uh, And and part of it's the company I'm with. I'm not going to name names, but it's a place I'm profoundly thankful I found one of very few places in the world where a guy with a BA in English can wind up uh, with his name on an engineering patent or two. That is so cool. And for that, just the experience of being able to say that, oh, I could not be more thankful for that. <laughs> I And I'm grateful beyond that for the path I took to get there. I mean, if you read my series 20 years ago today from my blog, a, a series of essays about things that had happened 20 years to the day earlier uh, for uh, starting with the day I decided to move to the Twin Cities in a a drunken whim uh, homecoming in the summer or rather the fall of 1985 up until about the the birth of my oldest daughter. Uh, It was it was a non-traditional path, let's just say, a path that could have turned out a whole lot worse, a place, a, a place in time where I started out with no plan whatsoever and sort of let events take their course. And they took a course that, in retrospect, was way more cool than I could have ever predicted. Certainly way way more cool than, than anything that I would have planned had I been smart enough to plan anything. A path that led me here, doing this, for which I could not be more thankful if I tried. More on that in a moment here. And, of course, led me with uh, left me with a, a lot of stories that are still boring my kids stiff after all these years. Someday they'll figure it out. Uh, it has given me a few perspectives that every once in a while are worth something um, to other people, which, by the way, takes us to something I'm very thankful for. The, my first run at mentoring people in my career has actually been successful. I mean, my first mentee uh, has actually gotten the job in the field that I work in, which is so cool. I mean, one of the one of the big upsides of this year, actually being able to pass on advice to someone and actually have it be useful. How cool is that? Uh, I, and I've become maybe more, a little more wistfully here. I've been become keenly aware in recent years that, that there's people who've been in my life, uh, important people in, at one time or another, that I'm probably not going to see again. And once you get past a certain age... You have to look at every encounter you have with someone as perhaps the farewell tour, as a friend of mine said. I mean, the time for chance serendipity encounters just gets a little tighter every year. That's the way life is. So one thing I didn't expect, for which I could not be more thankful, is this show and blog, and to an extent social media, have uh, led me back into contact with an awful lot of people I wouldn't have seen again via the normal course of just randomly running into people out in the world, high school, college, classmates, people from back home who, who tune in and occasionally do a little shout-out on my, on my show's uh, various social media feeds. Um, three particular cases, college and high school friends uh, of mine who I hadn't seen in years popped up as fans of the show. 
and then passed away over the last year and a half. Two of them from COVID, one of them from God only knows what. And without this show, I would have never had that final contact with them while I still could. I didn't know how thankful I would be for that, but here you are. Yes, I am. And by the way, for all my many friends who are still with us and who I do get to see and hang out with, I'm even even more thankful for that. Let's not mistake that at all here. Uh, I mean, it's easy enough to say I'm thankful I'm healthy, and it's very true. Uh, It's been four years since I undertook an experiment I talked about briefly on the air years ago where I, I went out and lost 80 pounds, most of which is still gone. And I've been, by the way, which uh, via a, a mechanism that I had learned about via my old producer, Tommy, uh, the H-bomb, when, who's now the lead singer in my band, by the way, I should point out. Uh, and for that, the fact that I I was able to get to this part of my life in relatively much better health than I should have expected, given the, the state I'd fallen into as of four years ago. Oh, I could not be more thankful for that. <laughs> anyway, back to just a little bit of nostalgia here. I'm thankful for uh, all of my friends in my high school class. Can't say I'm friends with everyone, but this is the funny part. As we go through more reunions, I find myself spending a lot of time with people that I barely knew 20 years ago in the class of 1981. <clears throat> and... That's been a wonderful thing, getting to know people that I, for whatever reason, didn't bother getting to know back in high school. That's been such a cool thing. Uh, and I'm glad I got the education I did. And it, I mean, it's become the fashion these days among a certain crowd of conservatives uh, to dunk on the modern college system. And from what I see among 20 and 30-somethings today, there's something to it. But I got to say, my BA in English served me a lot better than I'd ever thought it would when I graduated from college, largely because of my major advisor, perhaps the last conservative to work in an English department in America. I mean, it did teach me how to think, to reason, to look for questioning behind the, uh, the, to find the question behind the question, and for the additional questions that every single answer launches. Anyway, much more on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. 
It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus tasks. Register once each day at am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the Freedom Fan Club. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Although I'm probably not taking any calls today. I'll make up for it next week, I swear. I love, for those of you who called in, kind of on a roll today. I'll make up for it. Hey, by the way, thanks to everyone who turned up at our gigs uh, last night and Wednesday night. Uh, Wednesday night we played the night before Thanksgiving at the, uh, at the Roseville American Legion. That was a lot of fun. And last night we were at the Dan Patch Legion in Savage. Had a blast there. I'm thankful for everyone who turned up there. So that was a blast. By the way, we got a couple weeks off. Our next gig uh, is currently on the schedule is for uh, the December 31st, New Year's Eve at the Roseville American Legion. That's going to be a lot of fun. If you haven't seen us yet, come on out. That's a lot of fun. American Legions are always a great time. We got, the, by the way, a lot of gigs lined up for next year. If you haven't seen uh, Elephant in the Room yet, a couple new clubs join the lineup. Uh, anyway, check us out. Uh, by the way, yes, I'm thankful to have a band again. I mean, it's just a classic rock cover band, but um, I mean, I moved down here to to be a rock star, to write my own music, to to be a I don't know producer, a songwriter, something. It didn't pan out, but sure had a lot of fun trying. And I'm thankful for both experiences. I'm thankful for the time I spent doing that because, uh, boy, I kicked myself in the butt if I had not done that back then. 
And I'm having fun just getting out and playing guitar in front of a crowd of drunks now, too. It's, it's a blast. Anyway, for that, thank you, universe. Now, given the Sturm and Drang of the state and uh, nation's political scene, i got to say, and since I'm here right now, might as well say it, I am, I am so deliriously grateful for the voice that my blog and, and the Northern Alliance Radio Network have given me over these 20 years. 20 years, every morning, uh, waking up and, and writing my blog every morning, and which led to the show. I mean, on the one hand, social media has given everyone a voice of sorts. And what people have done with that voice is, well, that's another whole subject. But being able to do the one thing the blog has let me do, uh, which social media, as we found out to our chagrin over this last couple of years, doesn't always have to let you do, uh, is is say what you want to have your voice out there in exactly the way you want on your own terms. And to be able to do the same thing on the radio for this last 18, going on 19 years within FCC and Salem Communications rules, of course, uh, for all this time, I mean... I say that it's this this two hours a week that I get to spend doing this is keeps me sane, and to the extent that I'm still sane, that's probably why. And for that, I'm I'm thankful. And of course, I'm grateful beyond belief for all the friends I've made doing all these years of, of writing. Uh, you know, Glenn Reynolds, Gary Gross, James Lilacs, Joshua Sharf, Sheila O'Malley, and and, and course, most importantly, the group of local bloggers that really about this time 19 years ago we're starting to coalesce into this radio show that we have here today. I mean, Scott Johnson, John Hinderocker from Powerline, Brian Ward and Chad the Elder and Atomizer, J.B. Doubtless from the Frauders Libertas, gone but not forgotten, uh, Ed Morrissey, of course, King Banyan, and the new guys, Brad Carlson, Jack Tomczak, Michael Broadcorp during his time uh, on the broadcast here for it, it didn't seem like four years at the time, uh, but it, it was. And of course, for the many friends I made in, at the old Minnesota Organization of Bloggers uh, party days, including the three whose contributions, by the way, still grace my blog, uh, Mr. D, uh, Jeff Kuba and, and First Ringer, people who are proprietors of their own blogs during the glory days of the medium and still uh, bless my blog with their material when the spirit moves them, as as it does frequently enough to make it a fun to look forward to. Even some of the critics I have, i got to say there's one, I won't name him, but he's a perennial uh, dyspeptic voice of criticism on my blog when he pops up. And I'm thankful that this person, he goes by the name Patty Boy these days, I've considered him a friend for three decades now, and we clearly disagree on politics, and yet I owe him a debt of gratitude from long before the the term blog meant anything other than something that happened about an hour after you ate a gas station burrito. Anyway, peak and all, I owe him a drink or two, and, and if he's within the sound of my voice, have your people call my people, because for you, yes, even you, I'm thankful this time of year. And... I am thankful for these ephemeral little bits of internet and and radio that I've been wrangling for this past better part of two decades now. Uh, I noted something about the time of the 20th anniversary that I wrote my blog. Uh, Writing every weekday morning has been this sort of, I mean, I, I don't appeal to new agey sorts of stuff a whole lot, but 
getting up at 5.30 every morning, every weekday morning at least for the last 20 years and change has been kind of a zen thing. I mean, it's sort of so, so like how when you're, you're, I don't know, doing karate or boxing, you take a shot to the bread basket or something shakes you up, you step back, you control your breathing, you, you focus yourself, you center yourself on the on the on doing the routine things the most routine thing of all for a human being keep the air coming in and out and that centers your brain on on getting out of the jam you're in and and really over 20 extremely difficult years in many respects through periods of unemployment through things through periods of family turmoil through periods of professional turmoil and and frankly depression at times Having that to do every morning as I as I got up and and keeping that little bit of personal discipline going uh, for me has been such an incredible blessing in, in ways that I'm still learning about all these years later. Uh, it's kept me centered in so many ways and and kept me focusing on something other than how I feel and how I how, and, and what things are like at the moment here. I, I could not be more profoundly and humbly thankful that, by the way, uh, not only am I able to do this, as I've said before over the years, something I would do for free for an audience of none, the fact that I have an audience on my blog of several hundred people who tune in every day, and the people that I, the people who tune in, all of you, if you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, who still, after all these years, Take some interest in what it is I have to say, and get, and make a part of your week uh, every uh, for two hours every Saturday to tune into the mad ramblings of this guy whose only claim to fame was a blog he started back during the George W. Bush administration. For that, I'm thankful, and and I thank you all uh, from the bottom of my heart. I am so grateful for that. I have no words for it, and I could keep at this for hours more. I've got to get off the air in 40 seconds here. And and who knows? Maybe I'll make this a two-hour show next year. Anyway, I had a line that first Thanksgiving post. I said, I forgot one thing. I'm thankful to be here. Now, doing what I'm doing with the chance of doing the same thing, maybe better next time we go around. So thank you all. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit My Three Quotes online. That's My Three Quotes. It's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a memorable travel opportunity that will be the highlight of your year. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel October of 2023 with the Stand with Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we visit key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you an unprecedented view of a region you've likely only heard about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to get all the details. We'll uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll step foot on the ancient streets streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and more. It's a trip of a lifetime, a real bucket list trip. We'll have special guides for our group, luxury accommodations. We'll broadcast our radio shows from Israel as well. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Come with us in 2023. Register today. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Join us. 
When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award-winning reporter, Michelle Tavoy is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tavoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You can listen to AM1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM1280 The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.